Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank and I'm joined by Jonathan. Hey, hey y'all. Today we're going to be discussing the Xbox Gold price problems, Predator and Terminator joining Fortnite, Epic Games' new movie, and so much more. But first, Jonathan, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? Oh man, so I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm kind of slow going, no doubt. Um, it is going good though. I really like the game so far, so I'm excited to do our review for it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, I'm probably going to not be uh, so good with the details because I haven't taken any notes. But yeah, um, well, yeah. Once we get there, I'm sure I'll, I'll remember a lot about it. Um, I'm really, I'm really liking the game though. Uh, watching though, I've been watching um, Black Lightning, which I know has been out for a while, and I've heard from especially you, and I think I think it was Squeaks also uh, recommending it for a while, and it's just like ah, putting it off and stuff. But uh, been watching that lately, and it's really good. Um, and there was some, something else. How far are you on on Black Lightning? Uh, episode seven, I think. Okay, yeah, you're getting there pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. then your other one was the blown. The blown oh away yeah, 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 blown away. I don't know if you've ever seen it. it's on Netflix. Uh, season yet. two just dropped a couple days ago, mm-hmm. so I had to stop everything and start start watching that as my new bedtime ritual. Yeah, um, it's a really cool show though because they. There is just a bunch of artists come together like a competition, like some of the cooking shows, like the the British baking show and stuff. Um, and they, but they're doing a glass blowing competition to make pieces of glass art, and it's awesome to see just a totally different art style like that. Uh, and they make just such beautiful creations sometimes, and sometimes they'll get so close they're making something. You know, it's got to be molten hot, and they heat it with a torch, and they put it inside the the, um, the furnace or whatever. Mm-hmm. and they're turning it and blowing on it and all this stuff and then it just breaks and your heart just sinks like oh my god and they got you know 30 minutes to finish so they gotta hurry up and, and scramble to put something together uh but yeah sometimes they come out just amazing so it's a pretty cool show season two just started so if you want to check it out it's on netflix netflix uh, okay yeah that's about it well speaking of netflix i've been watching uh all the marvel series on netflix so uh i've watched like most of the daredevil i didn't see the last one I partially watched the Punisher series. I didn't watch any of Iron Fist. So I'm going back and I'm watching them all just to kind of like put them away. I'm really kind of just going through my list basically. And I definitely need to watch Disenchantment season three. I haven't watched that yet because I'm rewatching the first two first, um, which is, you know, that's how I usually do things anyways. Uh, so I have those. And then playing wise, I've been going through a lot of indie games um, and just trying to stream those and stuff like that. So you guys check out our stream bunch of indie games i'm going through right now and then no world of warcraft on the side but most of these indie games right now and star wars battlefront uh 2 was free from the epic game store so i downloaded that yeah and i picked that up as well you did awesome yeah. it is i mean i know people talk smack about like oh the the new battlefronts aren't as good as the old ones correct 100 percent correct but the <laughs> campaign is very entertaining like i'm yeah. just enjoying it like is it hard no it's not hard Okay, we're actually I'm stuck on one spot right now, <laughs> but generally it's not hard because I'm trying to land my ship in this thing and it's like not letting me land. Anyways, it's it's a really good game, good game so far and I'm enjoying it. So yeah, uh, and it was I mean, free from Epic, so might as well. Yeah, such a big game being free on Epic, you can't pass it up. You got it. You got to just put it in your library. One of these days, John, that you've got you know free time. Normally we play on Sea of Thieves. Let me know we can play some Star Wars too and do some classic Battlefront. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. This episode of Geek Freaks is brought to you by NordVPN. We love streaming shows from Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, etc. But there is some content we do not have access to because of where we live. With NordVPN, we can change our IP address to a nation that gains access to the series we want to watch. 
Do they not have Hulu or Disney Plus in your country? Not a problem. Grab NordVPN and change your location to the US. You'll be watching along with us. There is also the amazing safety aspects. Staying safe online is an ever-growing difficulty and you could be exploited by hackers. NordVPN allows you to change your IP address, making you harder to track, securing your privacy. Check out the link in the description to pay as little as $3.71 per month for the two-year plan. And thanks to NordVPN for sponsoring this episode. Alright, let's get into the news of the week. Uh, first off, Xbox Gold prices, they uh, had a bit of a fiasco this week. Uh, at one point in the morning, they announced that they're going to be increasing the the price for Xbox uh, Gold Live, you know, the, their uh, plan there. It's going to be $1 per month more uh, for the three-month plan. It's going to be increased by $5. And then uh, the six-month plan is going to be $59.99. The reason that's a big deal is because the old year plan was $59.99, meaning $120 for a year-long yeah, thank John. Do you still have Xbox Gold? I don't. I haven't had it uh, for like four or five years now. I used to get it. Um, what was it? I would. I would like when I get a game, get that free month or something like that, so I'd play it with yeah. a new game. But I haven't. I haven't done that in a while now. Yeah, I, I, for me, I have the uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which has like built in, and it's. Mm -hmm. I mean, Game Pass is already awesome. It comes with the stuff for the PC and Xbox, and you know, Xbox Live is in there, so it's perfect. Um, okay, so when this was announced, people were freaking out. They're like, wait, you guys basically just doubled the year pass. They actually took away the year-long cards last year. So it was kind of hinting that the, something was going to happen. Um, we didn't know that they were going to double the price. Uh, they hadn't changed the prices to, since 2010, so it was understandable that it would go up eventually. Um, so when people freaked out, Xbox backed away, and they actually brought all the prices back down to normal. And they said that all their free-to-play games like Fortnite and Rocket League will be free to play. You won't, you don't need Xbox Live to play those, which is how it was before, which seems like you know bullshit to me. How, what do you think about that? That you used to have to pay to play Fortnite, which is a free game. Yeah, I think that would never be okay. I mean, if it's a free-to-play game, you bought you you spent a lot of money on your Xbox system, your console. Yeah, you can go to the store and spend sixty bucks a game to buy the individual games. But if they offer free-to-play games, they should be free to play. I get back in the day. When accessing a network was not an easy to do thing, then yes, you had to pay for a membership because they had to, you know, reroute some phone signals or something like that to get you on. But nowadays, you know, you plug it into the internet, you're in the same same box as everybody else. So I think right. definitely all free to play games should be free to play. And I mean, they're gonna make money on the back end with the DLCs. They they oh, know yeah. that they plan that that's in their business. So why try to squeeze people so much? I mean. It's it's your your business model. You, it needs some restructuring, I think, is what it comes down to. That's a very good point because when you make a purchase through the Xbox, Xbox gets a chunk of it, and so they're already making their money off those DLCs. And if you're a Fortnite player, you're buying DLCs. I mean, we're about to talk about two skins that are coming out. You have the pass. Like, there's no doubt that people are getting it for at least these two skins, and so they're already getting a chunk of it. So here's here's my question for you now, Jonathan: Is Xbox Live Gold? Is it needed anymore in this current environment, or should we just ditch it altogether? Well, honestly, I hardly play console games anymore. I'm pretty much just a, a PC gamer nowadays, right. so it's not worth it for me at all. I mean, I, I watch Disney Plus and, and my other streaming services with it, uh, with my Xbox, but I barely play any console games, so what I don't think Gold... What about for a console player? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it would really be... 
be necessary. It de- it depends on if you want to play like those you know those games that you play with other people. If if you're okay with buying games like Battlefront and just playing it, you know, by yourself on your console without the subscription and and the co-op and stuff like that, then that's fine. Um, yeah, it's hard know. because back in the day when say like Halo Two came out and so much of the work was being done. Like it was kind of pioneering online games, and a lot not a lot of games were online. I mean, like Halo Two and what Gears of War, maybe uh, there was very little games that were actually online. It was a big deal when you saw the little orange sticker on the back saying it could be played on Xbox Live. And I think nowadays, since I mean every game has some sort of online capabilities, it should be built in. It shouldn't necessarily be an extra charge to be able to use your online features. You know, and especially since they have Game Pass, you already have Game Pass that has your monthly fees and you have that back library that you guys aren't using otherwise. It's not like somebody's going to be like, oh, I'm super wanting to play Crackdown 2 right now. So let me go buy this $30 game. No, you have it with Game Pass. You're going to give it a shot. Otherwise, most people are not even going to bother playing it. So I feel like just make if anything, bake it into Game Pass or straight up make it free. You know, I don't know. It's one. I think it's just in this environment. Xbox Live doesn't make sense. And same thing with the PlayStation version, which, by the way, since PlayStation did not increase their price, they're looking really good right now. They actually had a bit of a bragging moment <laughs> that day when everything was going wrong. But yeah. So let me ask you, since you have it, and I, I obviously don't, uh, mm-hmm. what else do you get in Game Pass? I know you get access to their backdoor library with all their older games and stuff like that, probably some occasional yeah. promotional games and stuff, but do you get anything else other than that? So, okay, so for for the Xbox Live Gold thing, the extras on that one, I mean, you play everything online, and then you get, like, two games free a month. Basically, it's, like, two or four if you count the old stuff. New games? Uh, Well, they're, like, a year, two years old. So you get a couple, you get a couple, like, kind of like Epic, but they're about that age, too, actually, about Epic's age, too. Um, But Epic does it for free. (laughs) Like, there's no, I don't have to pay for anything for the Epic one. So there's that. Uh, but then with Game Pass, you get access to the entire Xbox library, a ton of other games. Anything that's brand new to Xbox, you get right away. Like I played Flight Simulator, the new one, day one. Well, day two after the long download, <laughs> but right away um, because of Game Pass. It was like, yeah, 10 bucks for the month. Yeah, sweet. Great deal. Um, it's actually 20 if you do Ultimate, but nevertheless. And then you get them on both PC and Xbox. And then what's really good is with the um, cloud, the Azure cloud. You're actually able to play on your Android phone. So if you guys have Android phones, you could use Game Pass for that too. So there's like, it, it actually, it's kind of like having a library that I'm not necessarily going to get to now, but I could get to eventually. I don't know. To me, I think just converting gold over to Game Pass is the way to go or just straight up phase it out. Yeah. So I, what I'm seeing, what I think from this whole issue is that uh, Game Pass and Gold aren't reaching a broad enough audience. Mm-hmm. So if Microsoft was to pair up this whole Xbox gaming system with a live streaming system as well, bring in, you know, Hulu or one of these other streamers and yes, and pair those together. So you have all inclusive. So you can play whatever game, you know, or maybe, you know, get, get, well, you can't get Nintendo in there, get something that has more family friendly games in it would be great. Right, right. Uh, but kind of mix them so that yeah you have both and yeah you you tick that that price up a little bit of course you're not going to be changing charging the same five or ten dollars for a subscription um, but bring mm-hmm. that up a little bit and have tiers if you want so you can get those premium games you know early or you know wait for the the two three year old games or you can have access to you know the newer movies like how you know Disney Plus 
you had to pay extra to see Mulan when it dropped because right. of COVID and everything. Um, you can have that same kind of, you know, tiered system. So new content, old content is, is at a different price. So I think yeah. that would help kind of round them out and put a lot more fuel behind their system. What they want is the dedicated, committed monthly subscription, but it's so low right now. And it's because they don't have much content or a very large audience, I think, to, to be selling it to. So I think that's what they really need to do is partner with somebody else to really sell this thing. That's a good idea. Yeah. If Xbox Live came with, I think HBO Max, probably the most reasonable people for them to work with, that would be huge. That would be really big difference then. I mean, I would, I would totally, I'd be on board. Um, we'll have to see if they can broaden the horizon. Yeah. I, I just think, especially after the events of this week, they're going to, they got shooketh and we'll see if they, they responded properly. I mean, they definitely like making the games free to play games free was like their way of like getting some goodwill. And there were some people who took the bait. They were like, sweet. Yes. Xbox is saying, sorry, by making it free to play Fortnite on there. It's like, that's your right. I mean, they, I don't know. I'm at this point. Like, I, I don't know. To me, I was just like, not enough Xbox. <laughs> like, It's something you should have phased away. And your guys are like charging more out of nowhere. So yeah, not enough. All right, let's get into the next thing here. We have Predator and Terminator and Sarah Connor, actually, are joining Fortnite. So uh, this is kind of a surprise. Normally, new characters come like in the beginning of a, of a season. These were all mid-season stuff. Um, and so Predator is actually going to be a mini boss. You guys can find at this stealthy stronghold. He drops a new cloaking device, letting players get the drop on their prey. Uh, completing the Jungle Hunter quest line. Gives people the Predator skin, a new pickaxe, emotes, and back bling. They also added, so uh, Terminator and, and um, Sarah Connor, this is the T-800 by the way, uh, they're also just available, I believe they're available as part of your battle pass is what it sounds like. So, really cool that Fortnite's doing this. I just, to me it blows me away, like they just had Mandalorian added, added in. How are these guys getting these licenses? I don't understand. I, I would love to just sit into the boardroom, they're like, all right, guys, we need new skins. Somebody just think of like the coolest thing you can. Is there somebody you want to see added to Fortnite, John? Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering about the licenses, too, because I know like uh, TikTok, I don't know, they're because they're overseas, they don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Right. So maybe I mean, you know who owns Fortnite. I have, I have no clue. It's it's Tencent, which you know does have ties with with uh, TikTok as well, actually. Okay. So, yeah, maybe maybe they're not. Maybe they're able to to work some kind of loophole and not have to worry about that kind of thing but well the way that they're advertising in america they do actually have deals with nintendo marvel dc like they actually do make the deal with them uh, it's kind of like how funko does it but it's just to me it seems so odd to have a game of fortnite where you could have a dc hero and a marvel hero together <laughs> like it's just so odd to see them together yeah so i mean i like they're adding star wars I, of course big star yeah. wars and big star trek fans so the only other thing i could see Ooh. is add some i mean add some more star wars characters but yeah bring in a few Star Trek characters, that'd be pretty cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, I didn't even think about Star Trek characters. That'd be really cool. Yeah, a Klingon out there? Nine. Yeah, uh, there you go. Well, Bring the Klingon, because they all have pickaxes. Can you imagine, like, using one of their... Um, what batlet. is it called, John? Batlet, thank you. Using one of their Batlets to cut down a tree? That'd be yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be good. We need Star Trek. Like, Star Trek, I think, is cool, but only for... Now it's like... It had a moment where it's like they made the movies, and so, like, everybody was into Star Trek. But now that it's going back to the TV shows, I think it might be more just geek culture that's liking him again so it might yeah. be a bit but maybe once we put out a couple more movies people will get back on board of star trek in the in the mainstream it's so freaking good <laughs> um okay yeah by the way that reminds me our next level up 
will be um, noob versus rookie discussing Star Trek because uh, it'll be you and me joining uh, Squeaks' show and he's he's brand new to Star Trek, giving his opinion on it, and we're going to answer any questions he has and stuff like that. So that'd be fun. All right, Epic Games, the guys that are in charge of Fortnite, they're making their first movie. So this is part of their, um, what was it called? I have it here, the Mega Grants Program, where they set aside $100 million to support creators uh, using their software to make games, entertainment, education uh, prog- programs, or any other enterprises they could find uh, with the Unreal Engine. So that's that's their main project or main property that they own. Uh, this is going to be working with Latin American studio called Hookup. Uh, they're going to be teaming up with Film Shark and Duerma Vela to make this new new uh, film. So this is all about Gilgamesh. Jonathan, are you familiar with Gilgamesh? I am uh, not. Okay, I'll break him down a little bit. Uh, he's a Mesopotamian hero. Basically, he was a king who like had many adventures and became like this immortal god. Well, yeah, yeah, mortal god, like demigod type character. He had a friend named Inkadu. And they they went on adventures and saved the day. And it's it's actually a really quite good story. The main thing is this is our oldest literature, surviving literature. It was from 2100 BC. So it's like our first you know book, essentially, uh, that, that survived all this time. I just love the idea that Unreal, this video game company, with all their money that they got from Fortnite and stuff like that, they're handing out free games. We just talked about how we got Star Wars and stuff like that. Uh, and now they're putting their money into just giving people a shot, which is really cool. What are your thoughts about the making of film? So first, I think that's smart. Uh, how you're saying, like they they made this uh, grant program to give people a shot because you know you you can put all your effort and and brain power into creating something, but you're one person with one idea, and it takes that you know finding that diamond in the rough, that super creative kid to just come out of the works yeah. who might have been influenced by you know your company early on. And, you know, he'll, he could be the, you know, a gemstone creating the next, you know, huge epic game or movie or something like that. So that's awesome that they're giving people an opportunity like that. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to be able to being able to see a movie bid made by them and, mm-hmm. uh, kind of see where that leads. Cause that'd be interesting if, you know, video game producers and companies d- decide to start kind of making movies based on their games. I know we saw like, you know, the world of Warcraft movie and stuff. Uh, but to see more of that, to see that become kind of a common thing, hopefully a profitable more so than the World of Warcraft movie. Uh, well, what's what's really cool about this is it's not that they're making it about a video game. They're using video game technology to make a movie about anything. Oh, 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 yeah. oh I see. Oh, so they're using ex- the Unreal Engine to make this, which the Unreal Engine is what runs like Fortnite and whatnot. This is Unreal Engine 4 they're using. Oh. Um, they're using that to make an animated movie. Oh, so they're so, not using sets or or regular stagecraft CGI. No, it's like a Pixar film. This one's like a Pixar film. Oh, that'll be that would be really interesting. Okay, yeah. so they they build the characters and the settings and stuff in pretty much a game. I mean, they have to practically build a game, the to play out pretty much a cinematic that we're going to be watching as a movie. It, it, the whole it basically the movie's an entire cinematic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because um, I mean. I mean, that still kind of goes back to what I was saying. If you make a good game and people like it, yeah. it would be very cost effective to make a cinematic movie out of that game. I mean, you have all the tools, all the characters, everything's there. So imagine how easy they could turn out a movie or a new TV series based on a game that people like. Uh, that'd be really cool. And I know the Unreal Engine is doing really good right now. So that'd be oh yeah cool to see how that works. Yeah, the Unreal Engine 5 is on its way. They, they demoed that last year. 
And uh, it's just the spectacular thing that kind of blows my mind a little bit. Um, and Unreal Engine 4 is still widely used by all kinds of game developers. We have friends that are making games right now all with Unreal Engine 4. It's just it's such a valuable tool. Uh, matter of fact, it reminds me that this isn't the first time I've heard of Unreal Engine being used in filming. So you know how we've talked about before the stagecraft, where they put a they put big LCD screens behind the Mandalorian and behind the Witcher, and they film yeah. with that. Yeah. Well, the Unreal Engine runs that screen in the background to make sure it's like using the force perspective properly so it actually looks like rocks are in different dimensions you know oh wow yeah so it's just it's so neat to see epic like say what you will about the company that you know oh they're owned by tencent and like oh they're this big corporation and all this stuff like that you're all worried about them it's cool to see somebody try new things like this and and i just i'm anxious to see what the, what comes of this it's really cool we were lucky enough by, by the way there's a past episode where he interviewed Ahmed Alamin. He wrote a comic book about Gilgamesh's companion, Inkadu. So you guys check that out. It's one of our past episodes. Uh, on our website, not only do I have the very first demo reel of the Gilgamesh cartoon, it's all in Spanish with uh, English subtitles, but when it does come to full release, I'm sure there'll be a dubbed version for English. Um, but you could also find our episode with uh, our interview with Ahmed Alamin. So check that out, guys. Jonathan. We gotta be talking about this new Willy Wonka. They're making a prequel to the Willy Wonka movie coming out in 2023, March 17th. Uh, the big thing though is everybody's talking about like who are they gonna cast for this? I wanna hear your picks. What do you think? Who's gonna play the new Willy Wonka? Oh yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait. I, I yeah. love the Willy Wonka movies. Um so originally when you were talking about Willy Wonka, I was thinking like who would play Wonka from the movies we're used to, not necessarily prequel. Yeah. I was like, man, Jeff Goldblum would be an awesome like modern day version of Willy Wonka. That'd be really, cool uh, he see, would, right? he would freaking kill it, dude. He <laughs> would kill it. I would, I would just love that. Uh, but then, yeah, we're talking, this is going to be a prequel, right? So we need someone a little younger. We need someone who's going to grow to be that, that kind of wacky candy factory guy. Um, so I was thinking like, uh, Ben Wolfhard from, uh, from stranger things. Yeah. He has that look and that kind of like, yeah, young, obviously, but energetic personality. And if we could kind of just shoehorn Jeff Goldblum in there <laughs> as yes. his mentor or whatever, the guy that inspires him to to do what he does, maybe maybe he inherits a bunch of money from his crazy uncle or yeah, uh, some this guy teaches him his business methods. I don't know, something like that. But but I think I think uh, I think that'd be a good fit for sure. What's funny about Jeff Goldblum is he's so awesome that he could also be that bad guy that like approaches Charlie is trying to get him <laughs> to get him a um, everlasting gobstopper. Like, he right. could be that guy, too. Like, he could just play multiple roles. I'd be totally fine with that. I could I could see that for sure. There's two names that the internet keeps, like, throwing around there. Let me hear what you think about these guys. Uh, we have, first off, do you know who Timothy Chalamet is? Chalamet. Uh, I don't, I can't, I'm not off the top of my head. What's he in? So he's going to be in the upcoming Dune movie. He's kind of, like, he's kind of real big right now. He's, he's starting to catch fire. Uh, but, yeah, he's going to be up in the in the future Dune movie. He was just on SNL and did quite good on that. Was uh, he and in any hit movies, though? You know, uh, yeah, a bunch of like teen flicks. Oh, that's what, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. hard. Young actors don't have a deep roster yet or deep uh, filmography. Well, here's one that you, I know you'll know. The other one that's getting thrown around there is Tom Holland, aka our Spider Man. Oh, what do you think yeah. about Spider Man doing this? That's what I was thinking first, and just because he's on fire right now. But yeah, I honestly don't think he would be the best fit for this guy because we need kind of a a little bit eccentric character, and Tom Holland is a very good but very like down to earth everyday kind of young man mm -hmm. uh, so i don't think he's a little little wacky or zanier or out there enough to play an odd i mean 
I think he has the acting chops to play that character. That if, for sure. If yeah. he's put into it. Um, but I don't think it would be natural. I don't think it's who you think of when you think Tom Holland. Though, that being said, he might love that opportunity to broaden his uh, palette, so to speak, so that he's not, you know, cornered into being just a Spider-Man superhero kind of character. So yeah. that might be a really good opportunity for his career, actually. He, I mean, I'm already like, okay, I really love him as Spider-Man, right? But man, he blew me away in that Netflix movie, that one, like, uh, the devil one. You know what I'm talking about? Did you no. watch it? I thought you watched it too. Where uh, his dad, uh, what was it? His dad like killed himself and stuff like that. And so now, oh boy, I'm going to spoil it. I don't <laughs> want to spoil it. Tom Holland movie on Netflix. I'll find the name and I'll send it to you afterwards, Jonathan. But okay. uh, I mean, it, it has the guy who played it, the new it, has Tom Holland. It has um, Robert Pattinson, which is our next Batman. I mean, what a stellar cast. Really, really good. So it's definitely worth a watch. You have to check that out. And is, is it has, it... it actually has the guy that plays the nerdy boyfriend in Queen's Gambit. Not the cool boyfriend, but the nerdier one. Oh, uh, okay. The so, devil all the time? That one sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, I think that's the name. Okay, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that. It's kind of, if you, if you happen to like Coen Brothers movies, like Oh Brother, Where Art Thou is in a Coen Brothers movie or Fargo, it's very Coen-esque. Oh, it's got Twilight in it? Robert Pattinson? Robert Pattinson. That's our next Batman. Oh. Hey, he's no longer he's no longer Twilight. We were gonna not mention that anymore. Okay. <laughs> he is our new Batman. We got high hopes for that. Right. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I have right. to watch that. That sounds good though. It was it was quite good. It, it it's good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. You will hate Harry. You will. I mean, you will hate Robert Pattinson after that movie. He's such a jerk. <laughs> Spoiler alert on that one. Right. Uh, okay. So a couple of my uh, suggestions here is Harry Styles. He's from One Direction. Uh, but he's really been he's been doing his own thing now. Uh, I, I he's I freaking I love this guy. He's so really good at everything he does. And when he's on SNL, I mean, he is nonstop hilarious. He's so good on Saturday Night Live. And so I think he would have fun with this being this like wacky fun dude. Perfect for Willy Wonka, I think, in my opinion. Are you familiar with hairstyles? Um, I recognize the name. I know we've talked about him on here before, too. But I, yeah, I, I need to see a face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I just Googled him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Google it. So yeah, I, I think he could do that, though. He was on Dunkirk. That was kind of his big thing. He's got a couple movies coming. I think he's on... He, actually, he's going to be on the next Eternals, which is really big. Um, But yeah, okay. I mean, the guy's just hilarious on SNL anyways. Yeah. My next two... Uh, Okay, so they're a little bit more out of the box. Mm -hmm. So we have Janelle Monet, who would be a uh, a black woman version of Willy Wonka. But if you ever watch her stage performances when she's on concert, she does these big grand showcases. And I'm just thinking like these kids walking into Willy Wonka's factory and like she has like this big performance around her and she like demands a stage. Whenever she's on there, she'll have this big performance, uh, but she demands the center of the stage. I get, imagine this now. Um, uh, the genie from Aladdin, his presentation as the entering Agrabah. Yes, exactly. Kind of I got you, I got you. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. That is so Janelle Monet. So as Wonka, oh man, that would be so cool. Like if as a kid walking into a room and seeing this world, like it would she would she would put the grandeur and magic into it. So I think she would do really good. Next yeah. one, now this is my like, okay, he has to be right before he becomes the the later movies. Joseph Gordon Levitt. What do you think <laughs> about him? Yeah, he's he's already <laughs> he's older getting up for there the young actor range, but uh Yeah. I mean he's a great actor. I 
I'd cast him for almost anything. And I mean, it's been a bit since been anything. We can always throw Tom Hardy on it too. He's <laughs> right. <laughs> Chris Nolan's directing then. Chris <laughs> Nolan, whenever he's making a movie, he's like, okay, look, I need Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I need Tom Holland. Or I'm, I'm at, uh, I need uh, Tom Hardy, and I need uh, Peaky Blinders. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but the guy from Peaky Blinders. That's <laughs> yeah. his three right there. Inception, Batman movies. Yeah. There, it's got to be the those guys. Cast. Yeah, I mean, really, you can't go wrong. Leonardo DiCaprio when you nope. can. Who was, by the way, that's funny because, you know, Inception, the team's all right there. Leo was going to be Riddler in those movies for Batman, but oh, they ended really? up changing the way they were going. Yeah. Oh, that would have been pretty interesting. That been yeah, cool. I know. It's like, I don't know if I could trust it, but then it's like, I mean, this is Leonardo DiCaprio. He the, would make it work. Speaking of Riddler, Jim Carrey could play a good older version of Willy Wonka. Not, oh, shit. You know, the You're not kid wrong. version, but that'd be pretty yeah. cool to see, too. That is a good That is a good call. That is a good one. All right. Let's look at uh, the last thing we are going to be talking about today, guys. We have more delayed films. This is bound to happen as we wait for vaccines to go all the way. But I, it kind of feels like this might be the last batch of delayed films. I'm hoping we, so. Yeah, we wrote a big article listing everything that got delayed and when to expect them. So what we're going to do is that article on our website, we'll be updating it as more of these come up, and hopefully we don't be updating it too much. But I'm going to go through the newest ones that are announced, and then we'll talk about them. So first off, A Quiet Place Part 2, that's getting moved to September 2021. Ghostbusters Afterlife, I'm freaking excited for this movie. That's going to be now uh, November 11th this year. The Kingsman, which... Just fucking give me this movie already. It's getting moved to August 20th. Morbius got moved to January 2022. That was ready in July 30th, 31st last year. And it's getting moved back two years. And then 007, No Time to Die, is getting moved. It was originally April 10th, 2020. It'll now be October 8th, 2021. Jonathan, of those movies, what are you most excited to see? I mean, I'm heartbroken to see any movies get delayed. I understand it has to be done. Uh, the yeah. one I, I really can't wait for is A Quiet Place Part 2. That's going to be um, good. Uh, a Quiet Place was just such a good movie. So well done. It just, yeah. it legit like put the fear in me again. Uh, Ghostbusters, I'm looking forward to as well. Morbius looks pretty cool. Uh, Kingsman, or Kingsman. Um, I haven't seen the previous ones. And I know you want to beat me over that. What? Oh <laughs> so my maybe... God. I might drive to your house and bring you some Blu-rays. <laughs> I know. Maybe before <laughs> it comes out, I'll take the time and watch those. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think a quiet place is the top of my list out of those guys. Oh man. Okay. So that's a, you just kind of threw me off a little bit here. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm a big 007 fan, and so to see that one get delayed really sucks because it's like, man, I'm really excited for this 007. It's going to be apparently the last one with Daniel Craig. We'll see how that goes. Morbius, of course, getting delayed for such big amounts. You know, we talked about this before, but it blows my mind that there are there's an executive sitting in a studio right now in Hollywood. In his safe, he has some of these films just sitting in there. In a world where we get everything leaked, how is it that a leaked copy of these movies has not gotten out? It's amazing the effort that's being put into that. Oh, wait, so you're saying the movie is completed? It's just not being released until a certain uh, time? Exactly. A Quiet Place Part 2 was ready to launch on March 8th, 2020. Oh, man. I thought they were being delayed because of the difficulties of production during COVID. some just, have, but I know, for example, I know Kingsman is done. I know Ghostbusters Afterlife is done. Morbius, I think, might have been delayed for production. 007 was delayed a little bit, but it's, it is done already. Uh, that's, I mean, that's sad. I get it from a business perspective that, you know, they need these to drop and make a good box office number, but 
Yeah. That sucks that we have to wait for a movie just because they want to make more more, you know, profit out of it or their expected, you know, return on investment. But I wish yeah. there was another way around it. Like, you know, like I, I mentioned all the time how and you know, I got Mulan from Disney yeah. Plus paid extra extra, you know, fee. Like, you know, I'll pay the ticket price. Let me pay the ticket price and you stream it to my TV. Like, yeah, let's do that. I mean, again, it won't reach the box office numbers that it, it would otherwise. But I don't know. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I, you know, I really enjoyed. So Christmas Day, you know, you go to the parents' house. We open up Christmas gifts. That's what we do. You know, we all do that at the parents' house. Get back home. You celebrate your Christmas with your family, whatever. I, I really enjoyed getting the couch nice and comfy. Got my blanket, got my popcorn and watching Wonder Woman the new Wonder Woman movie. To me, that was one of the best new movie release experiences I've had. The movie itself wasn't great, but the actual experience was really nice. I would personally love to watch The Kingsman right there in front of my nice... I mean, we all have good TVs nowadays. It's not like we're sitting around in some rabbit ears. We have good TVs. Let's watch it at home. Yeah. So, uh, another one that's not on this list yet because it hasn't been confirmed, but it sounds like Black Widow is also going to get delayed. And it sounds like when it is delayed, they're just going to put it out there on Disney Plus. So, fingers crossed on that one, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if they wanted to, all, all of these, I mean, they all are from different, different production companies probably. But uh, with Disney, if they wanted to increase their rates and have a premium package, you have to pay extra for, you know, more than, I think it's $6 a month right now or 7 Uh Make one that's, you know, $14.99 or something. But every new movie comes to you as soon as it's in theaters or maybe a week after it's in theaters. That would be awesome. Like I would pay that at all well, your yeah. new releases. HBO max. They got a lot of the theaters pissed off, but a lot of the fans were happy when they announced that every Warner brothers movie that was coming out in theaters this year is going to come out in theaters and on HBO max on the same exact day. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like I, I and, can't put in yeah. a little delay, but, but yeah, if you could afford to do it the same day, that's even better. You know, so we have, um, the Godzilla versus, kong movie they just released the trailer for it and i'm so freaking hyped for this movie and i don't think i would be as hyped if it was a fact that i'd have to go to the theaters for it but the fact that it's going to be at my home here in like two months i am very hyped for this me and squeaks already talking about doing a marathon where we watch the, the original movies first kind of get ourselves built up because i haven't seen the newest godzilla or the king kong so i'm all hyped for this you know i'm gonna make, we're gonna make a marathon of it then watch that movie so that'll be really fun and it's something that if it wasn't for the fact that HBO Max is going to stream it right to my house, I probably wouldn't be as excited as I am right now. So, yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw the, that trailer too. And actually I didn't think I was going to like it cause I've never been a big fan of the Godzilla or King Kong movies. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, the production in it, I mean, it looks really clean. Like it does. I mean, they're, they're bringing their A game. So I'm kind of excited. I think I'm, I'm going to have to see that too. It, so far what I've seen, like, okay, so monster movies, Pacific Room was like special. That was something we'll, the original one. I don't think we'll ever get something as cool as that again in that realm because there's just something special about it. But generally, when it comes to monster movies, uh, it, to me, it feels like it's just a bunch of falling rock and debris and like two CGI characters smashing against each other. It feels kind of like a mess. Like it's so blurry that you really can't really tell what's going on. Yeah. But out of these trailers, it, everything feels very defined and it just like it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, and they they typically feel not realistic enough. I think like yeah, in that kind of setting, we would be you know with our fingers on the on the nuke button. Like, what do we do? We have to stop these creatures. You know, we would be as humans launching every attack we can 
to stop these creatures that are tearing mm-hmm. down skyscrapers, killing thousands of people with every swing. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like this is nine eleven. We're winning, guys. On each street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we would just you know probably bomb our own people. At least we'd have a full force effort to evacuate the city, um, and maybe distract them or something. So I don't see as much. I mean, of course they show some of that in the movies, but they don't show enough of it to make it feel realistic. And like you're saying, the the graphics qualities i don't think have been there in the past i think now we definitely have the ability to make it look realer than we ever have um so i think they took full um what do you call it advantage of our abilities now and you know aren't cutting quarters making a cheap you know costumed version of it and actually you know not pulling any punches making a good movie out of it so i'm excited It, it, it reminds me of the 98 godzilla film which everybody hates and i actually do like Back then, I did anyways. Um, they filmed like all the Godzilla scenes at night in the rain. And the reason they did that is because the CGI wasn't there yet. So they were like, well, we kind of want to hide it behind something. So they did everything at night in the rain. That's why that movie was set in that way. And yet, on the posters and on the trailer, I mean, like one of the posters, you straight up see Godzilla in the sunlight, or I'm sorry, uh, Kong in the sunlight with Godzilla coming up in the water. And it's just like, it shows you that we're at an era now where we're just like, Full lighting on CGI characters, that's that's daring and impressive. And it looks good. Yeah. Is that the so. one with uh, Max Broderick? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember that one too. Did you like that one? It was, it, it's one of the many that I, it was okay. I mean, yeah. It was fair. good at, at the time because it was good CGI at the time, but um, it wasn't, I've never been huge for the big monster uh, battles or whatever. So. Yeah, it did knock my socks off. We have a there's a project in the works for Geek Freaks guys that it's it's kind of farther down the pipeline, you know. So I haven't really mentioned it much, but it's where you know I'll be watching videos or old movies and stuff like that, and some new ones. But ones that I look back fondly, a great example is Wild Wild West, where I was like, yeah, I love that movie. It's a great movie. But as a person who like reviews movies now and stuff like that all the time, I bet it's not going to be as good. So um, visiting these old movies and it's like. Mystery Man, of course, is what I always use as an example of a great movie. Waterworld's the other one. But there's all kinds of movies that us growing up were just like, dude, Wild Wild West is freaking awesome. And looking back, I'm like, how did that big mechanical spider look? <laughs> I don't remember if it was great or not. And like the plot, how well did it actually follow through? Like, was it smooth or was it just clanky enough to entertain kids for a while? Yeah, big mechanical spider doesn't seem yeah. like it fits in Wild Wild West very well. Yeah. So we'll have to see. It, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. That's that's way down the pipeline though. So um, that's you it have for a name this for week. Yet? What's that? You have a name for that series yet? No, not yet. No, oh. I'm still kicking around names. It's actually what's slowing me down the most. And the it works. may become. It's probably going to be an exclusive thing, so it won't be necessarily on this feed. There's another show that will be from me personally on this feed. But that one will probably be for an exclusive thing. We'll talk about it later, guys. It'll be something to look forward to. We already have so much coming for you guys. We have Level Up, which we know we're working on one right now. Um, we have uh, P- Push to Talk with Squeaks, and we have Jonathan's new show that's that's around the corner. Um, so, so much Geek Freaks coming your guys' way. You're going to be tired of us, and and I, we're happy about that. <laughs> hey, let's put it out there, though. If anybody's got any suggestions for Frank's new movie review uh, series, throw out your suggestions. We'll, we'll try to figure out a good name for it. All right. Well, here's it. Okay. So let me break down what the what the other one will be. Let me talk about the main one that you will be on this this feed, this podcast feed. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one where we review. It'll be serialized. So it'll be like, for example, when the um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes up, it'll be 
every episode we'll review those it'll be a 10 to 15 minute show my title that i chose was the water cooler and it's also the title that everybody said do not do that one nobody knows what the hell a water cooler is anymore and i'm like is it yeah, like a you... radiator oh it's, yeah. in your, it's in your refrigerator when you dispense water it's the water okay <laughs> i was like everybody gets around the water cooler and talks about the last seinfeld they're like frank you're saying seinfeld that's from the 90s man right tell everybody go watch the movie office space and then you might know you might understand <laughs> so uh, yeah if you guys got any good names for that shoot it out my way let's see if it gets something i need more brains on this anyways uh the, the falcon and the winter soldier is the first series that we're talking about doing this with and it'll be just real small seasons and after that it'll stop until the next thing comes out so yeah we'll use new names for it because again water cooler is my best one so <laughs> <laughs> all right uh that is it for this week guys thank you so much for joining us uh we'll see you guys next week all right bye bye Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.